Hello and welcome to episode number 54 of Absolute Scenes. My name's Tom Rouse and I am the host here at Absolute Scenes. Do come in and uh, tuck your chair in, thank you. And uh, I'm joined by the boy with the tightest curls in Cardigan, Billy Roach. <laughs> How are you doing, Billy? Hello, hello. I was, I was thought you were going to say the, uh, the clean-shaven Tom Rouse, as uh, oh, well, obviously yes. you're probably going to get onto that later on. But yes, um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good, Tom. Um, yeah, I do need a haircut. It's chucking it down. I've just been out uh, outside and my hair has now frizzed <laughs> into its usual state that is known. I need a, and uh, But yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Ho- teaching from home at the minute um, as a result of the, uh, the, the, the C word, as it were. Um, yes. But yeah, hopefully back to normal next week. But uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How, how's things with you in uh, sunny Wolverhampton? Oh, it's uh, it's lovely. We've uh, had copious amounts of rain as well, like you've said. I think it seems to be a nationwide problem. Um, so, yes, but lockdown ended yesterday, so it's now perfectly safe and reasonable to go around everybody's houses now, but it wasn't on Monday. Uh, so, I mean, I find it fascinating, really, the thought process behind I don't know why. I mean, again, I don't want this to become a COVID-heavy podcast but i don't understand the thinking and the reasoning behind stopping the lockdown where it looks like it's having such a great impact on the cases the cases are decreasing massively why not just yeah. prolong the lockdown until the end of december tell everybody to have a tough christmas and then let's just try in the spring to open back up again somebody in school was saying as well why didn't we just really lock down hard all through the summer and we wouldn't be in this situation now we could have eradicated the virus we could have closed, closed the borders I know it's a very extreme view, but yeah, you know, but there is yeah, yeah. glimmer of hope, isn't there, Billy? Yeah, yeah. There's a vaccine uh, which has been passed. Yeah. Jonathan Van Tam, everybody's favourite deputy uh, medical officer. Oh, yeah, he is. He is my favourite. If, if you had to, if you had asked, if you'd have asked me, Tom, he'd have been the first name that came to my mouth. Yeah. So there's a few <laughs> things I like about him. I like that he's a football fan, and he wore a Boston United tie on one of his uh, briefings back in the summer when it was at its yeah. peak. The analogies that he uses as well are excellent. So he's been describing the, 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 the vaccine process as a penalty shootout. So there was what, what, you know very, very long time ago they said about, we've put the first penalty in, but there's still a long way to go. Then he used the analogy today that um, COVID scored a goal in the first half and they absolutely hammered us. <laughs> in the first <laughs> half but now we're 70 minutes into the game we've just got an equaliser we don't want to just yeah. go off and uh and lose what we've got we've got a, an equaliser but we need to you know stick with the point and hope, yeah. f- hopefully catch a, a goal in uh in stoppage time, so, so basically what you're saying is they've had Drogba come on and score from a corner and now they're yeah. going to go into the into the penalty shootout and win with the penultimate kick. There we are. Sounds sounds great, Tom. Yeah. Like I like the plan. Yeah, but also on the uh, on the topic of the vaccine, we as uh, young men would not be in the first ten categories of people to receive it. So the first would be like care homes and people people who live in care homes, support workers yeah. in care homes. Then it'd be you know people like over eighty, over seventy, over sixty, over fifty, over, and then they're the first. They're the t- priority. Yeah, so yeah. the conversation that I'm having with all my friends at the minute about, oh, would you have one? Would you have, is completely irrelevant because we're not even going to be asked, which I think is quite, quite good because so long as the 
vulnerable people have got it, it should yeah. be okay, shouldn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I didn't even know we were tenth on the list, Tom. That shows how we're much. Not, no, we're not even tenth. We're not even in the top ten. Oh, we're not even tenth. We're not even tenth. No. Oh, so that, no. I did, see. Shows how much I've been paying attention. It's in one ear and out the other with me. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, moving on, Tom. Yeah, moving on. You may, well, hopefully you've noticed that we've got a brand new logo as well, which uh, was created by a now uh, friend of the podcast, Jason Bernard. Uh, so if you, I'll put these links to his um, Instagram on the description to this podcast. He's created the logo. Billy, you were a little bit picky about your facial hair on the logo. Are you, ha- are you happy with it now? Yeah, much happier now. It was more because I don't get me wrong. Like I know I haven't got the, the the best facial hair, but it was more the fact that it just looked like I had this thing underneath my chin and nothing around my lip. And I thought I'm gonna need something there. Um, I was quite disappointed, Tom, that yours didn't appear, your moustache, because obviously at the time yeah. he was making it, uh, he did. But I know you've obviously he's done um, your lo- your your mm. logo as well, hasn't he? And used the same sort of the same face i think it was and stuff yeah. so i can understand that but uh no yeah it's it's good uh, you know it's uh it's a good change from the black and white plain logo that we've mm. had for the past year and showing progression tom it's showing yeah, it's, progression showing that we're moving up look, in the world uh, it does make it like pop out a little bit more i think when i've been scrolling through other podcast apps that i was appears on it does seem to strike uh, the yeah, I think that I think the uh, the yellow background as well helps. I think um, you know that's it's like they yeah. say with the keepers, don't they? If they have the bright tops on, you notice them, you notice them more, and you're drawn to it. Absolutely. Uh, so hopefully that we now are up to you know about two listeners uh, <laughs> a week. So uh, yeah, hopefully. Well, really? actually, I should say three, three because it's you know my mum, your mum, and then and Harry. So uh, that's yeah. that's the three that we've got. So yeah, but go on. Absolutely. No, well, don't be disparaging of our audience, Billy. We've now we're averaging around about 30, 30 uh, people, thirty listens, thirty downloads a week, which is you hope, you hope it's thirty people at least. It's not yeah, like it's, thirty well, dogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but if dogs enjoy it, that's fine. Um, but yeah, just a big push for everybody. I think personally, I do this for fun, but I would like to get more people to listen to it. So if you do listen, yeah. then why not share it? I think. New Year's resolution, which we'll probably talk about in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I want to get about 100 people to listen to this every week, which is a big uh, push. But I think yeah, if we yeah. focus our energy and we do a lot of... I don't know if you noticed on Twitter, Billy, but I've been replying... I typed in podcast recommendations on Twitter and then everybody who said, has anybody got any podcast <laughs> recommendations? I just replied with our podcast. Uh, so it's a hopefully, success. But So if you're new, hello, I'm Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He's Tom, and we, we're just a bunch of idiots who try to record a podcast each week. Yeah. Um, but no, on, on that note as well, Tom, I don't know if you want to mention it now in regards to, because obviously last month we were doing a, a big push uh, in relation to your moustache. Do you have yeah. the numbers there? So, I do have the numbers. Uh, I'll just give the whole, the whole total that was yeah, raised, yeah. because last week I had three pounds in there. <laughs> And I was a little bit concerned that, you know, and Alice was teasing me because she was saying, you're growing this moustache and you've raised no money. You look ridiculous. What are you doing? But then... You, you, you say that, Tom, though, but we'd already, we had already said that we, for every listen, we would yeah. obviously donate a pound. So you were on three pounds, but you obviously weren't including the listens yeah. for that month in that total. Yeah. I hope so not the, anyway. The first donation was from uh, 
somebody who always watches my live streams and you and comments and stuff on YouTube. And that's uh, somebody called Huss on uh, on YouTube. Uh, so he got the ball rolling. But now, thanks to your listenership uh, and our contributions, then as a result of that, and then a lot of other contributions as well from uh, friends and family. I know it's a £350, which surpassed my target of £100 by some way. So I'm very, very yes. pleased and very, very grateful. Well done. Well you. done, Tom. If uh, we were you're in charge of the, the audio. Yeah. <laughs> you're uh, you're ch- in charge of the audio, so you can add the applause button or whatever sound yeah. effect that you want. Uh, <sighs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> no, so I'm really, really pleased, really uh, yeah, flattered be, Tom. With, how, with how much people want to, su- to support. Uh, but I think... It was thanks to Alice dyeing my moustache for the first time because being blonde, <laughs> I've never you've never been able to see before, and I've done it for yeah. like, I've, like previously I've grown it for all of October as a beard and then shaved it off, and then had a really thick long moustache at the end of by the end of November, but even still not being able to see it, so dyeing it yeah, yeah. had a had a huge impact. So I'll definitely be doing that again uh, in future. But it's only the second time I've ever bothered to raise, not bothered, but ever asked for money because i do yeah, feel yeah. with movember there's a lot of it about is about raising awareness as well about the the charity and i do feel a bit cheeky asking for money every single year when it's just growing facial hair it's nothing yeah yeah know, i mean i have mine year round so yeah <laughs> i know what you, I, I know what you mean though um uh, you know it is I, I when i did it for the first time as well um you know even though when i did you know i obviously dyed mine for the half marathon and stuff and mm. dyed it purple i wanted to obviously have it leading up to it as well but with work and stuff i wasn't able to but yeah it was it, it is it's an easy it's an easy thing to raise awareness in terms of obviously for men just growing the facial hair you know i say it's easy some people obviously can't i couldn't grow mine until i was you know 27 um so uh, but yeah it, it's a good cause and well done tom you know credit for you to for raising that amount of money Thank you, uh, but it does feel weird looking at myself in this picture now without a moustache. I very I got used to it. And uh, there's another podcast that I appear on, uh, the Seventy Seven Club, and Bayliss. I've just listened to the, their podcast from this week, and he's kept it on because he likes it so much. And it was very, very tempting, but you know, Ali said no. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, just get to uh, the point, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, well, the, the first, well, this is a loosely based, it's become increasingly looser, but a loosely based sport podcast. So first thing I wanted to raise was the uh, the injury to Raul Jimenez on Sunday at the Arsenal game. And you've just watched it now. Horrendous, horrendous injury. Yeah, yeah. And the sound of it was the worst. Yeah. Bit. Like watch, Watching it live, you knew immediately. It was not, not like anything else that I'd heard on a football pitch. Um Ever, you know, I've seen really bad injuries in the flesh, and I've heard. Uh, I remember last year in about I think it was September, it was a young Wolves player did his cruciate ligament, and you heard the snap from upstairs from my seat, and you heard his scream. But there was nothing like Raul on um, on Sunday. The the crack from yeah, yeah. From the heads. I mean, it, on on top of that, obviously the, the fact that there's no fans there as well. Obviously, the or yeah. the you're obviously able to hear it a lot clearer and obviously being on telly and stuff um but yeah like i've just watched it and it was yeah you as soon but well, i watched it first without the audio and you said you need to watch it with the audio and yeah, yeah i even i you know i winced once obviously when it happened but even more so 
the second mm-hmm. time. Um, but yeah, it, it, you know, we obviously, hopefully, I know, well, I know he's gone through surgery now, hasn't he? And he's back home, I think. Yeah, so um, obviously Alice, who my partner who works in a intensive care unit, comes across lots of head traumas uh, very yeah. often. So straight away I could ask her, so what what would happen now when he's rushed into intensive care? What would happen? So she explained they'd put a tap in and they'd drain any blood from from the brain or if there is any yeah. blood they'd check that straight away and then they they might put a plate in there straight away all sorts of things but the fact that he was conscious within 40 50 minutes of it happening yeah. was really positive he seems to have been on social media but i, I don't know whether that's him or yeah, his partner yeah, or doing stuff um but your first thought is not um god is a footballer he's a human being, being and yeah, yeah it does make you appreciate as well how much that these players give, you know, he, he could well have lost his career. He could have easily lost his life in that kind of injury. Could have, at, the, at the time, I thought he'd broken his neck or something. Yeah, yeah. The way that the other players were reacting, you could tell how serious it was. Um, and they, they do put their, their bodies on the line for a shirt at the end of the day. And, you know, that represents thousands of people in, the, in our city. And, you know, I hope that he does... Uh, feel the gratitude that we uh, as fans are showing towards him. But I wanted to ask you, Billy, your memories, obviously you as a Chelsea fan, uh, quite a while ago now, when was it, 2004, 2005, something like this, with Petr Cech? 2006, I think it was. Okay, so it was Reading, the game against Reading, Stephen Hunt clipping Petr Cech on the top of the head and then uh, a fractured skull. But you, I know you've just researched it now, quite a quick turnaround. Yeah. Uh, three, three months he was out for. Um, yeah, yeah, but but we did. You... I did say, didn't I? Obviously, it's, it might be slightly different for mm. Raul because he is an outfield player. I don't know if that makes a difference or not. But it, you know, and obviously, treat it could be less because of um, you know, medical advancement in the last fourteen mm. years. He had a depressed skull fracture. It says here. So again, it could be completely different. I obviously don't know what's happened to um, mm. to Raul Jimenez, but yeah. Um, I can remember. I remember watching the game, um, but and it is slightly different because he is a. It was a goalkeeper. and He went down for, to collect the ball, um, and it was Hunt left left his foot in intentionally or not. He went for the ball, and ended up catching Petacek. And uh, it, I remember him being down for a long time, um, and it just being you know it, just you know Kudicini coming on, and then. Um, got injured as well, didn't he? And then Kudicini got that. That's what I remember most about that game as well is Kudicini then going off, and then Terry having to go in goal as well. <laughs> so he was losing both goalkeepers within one match. Um, it was just, it, it was, it was bizarre, really bizarre game. Um, obviously, he came back, and it's almost odd now to see him without the hat. Whereas, obviously, at the time, you know, the first few times yeah. he was wearing it, it was it was very strange, but. Obviously, it's become you know it's a symbol that obviously we looked as well as an Italian, not Italian, Romanian player who played mm. in Italy for Inter Milan, Chivu. He obviously was well known for it as well. Um, but yeah, he obviously went on. He got sponsored by um, the Adidas and Puma and, to yeah. wear their to wear their head guards and stuff like that. So obviously, you know, not but obviously there's that element of it as well. But there yeah, was also, you know, and he. 
There's also that really famous picture of uh, a FIFA game. I want to say about 2018 or 2019 when yeah, they yeah. first introduced those negotiations and Petacek was <laughs> in his contract <laughs> negotiation with his scrum cap with on. His, with his scrum, yeah. But yeah, it's, you know, Czech, I, you know it, I, it, I think it did affect Czech as a goalkeeper for, for, for some time, obviously coming out, you know, it was probably a, a bit, you know, it obviously it's, you've got to get over that hurdle as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was... Um, he, you know, he was still great as a goalkeeper, and he still went on to do incredible things. I hopefully Jimenez is the same. Obviously, it'll depend on now what happens in terms of, like mm. you just said, in regards to the surgery and what happens and what treatments he gets. Yeah. Um, obviously, I think they will obviously try and ensure that he can come back to play football if they can. But obviously, his health's the main thing that that causes that's the forefront of it. Yeah, and you, you know, very similar to Ryan Mason. He's only just had a. A baby as well in the last couple of months. The reason why Ryan Mason retired from football after having the same injury was because he had a young family and he wanted to make sure that he didn't have another injury. And as soon as you have a brain injury, it puts you at much higher risk of risk of receiving another one and then it being you know critical really. So we hope well, that him, it's, him uh, will be gone. Gone. No, go on, go on. I was going to wrap up by saying that we hope him and his does return as soon as possible, but uh, it does give Wolves a chance to play uh, with different players because Real Jimenez has started almost every game Wolves have yeah. had in the Premier League, so it gives uh, Fabio Silva a bit of a chance or somebody else, yeah, yeah, yeah. A chance, and hopefully they they grasp that as well. I was I was just going to say because they've been obviously talking, haven't they? I think it was before this anyway about concussion mm. injuries and having concussion substitutes introduced. And obviously this, you know, obviously it's not a concussion, but in terms of a head injury and ensuring that they get checked out, um, mm. you know, it, it's that sort of thing, isn't it? It just emphasises the need for them and stuff. So hopefully yeah. it is introduced. And Well, yeah, f- football is very, very far behind in that because David Luiz clearly was not well enough to carry on. He was still, you know, blood was coming through his uh, head bandage after the, yeah. you know, and he only came off at half time. But the only check that they do is that the opposition's doctor checks him out so that he's sort of as independent as it could be. And yeah. the Wolves doctor gave David Luiz the green light to go on and play. But it does seem that football's very, very far behind in lots of things. And this is another yeah, one. Yeah. You've got concussion substitutes in rugby, even in cricket now. As soon as you get a blow to the head, and if it's bad enough, the the you can have a concussion substitute within a test match. So there was an incident yeah, last yeah. summer where... Steve Smith got smashed on the head. He was fine to carry on, but then the next day his head started aching and they withdrew him and put in another batsman for the second innings, which is far more advanced than any sort of football at the minute. I mean, they shouldn't be... You shouldn't have to like play without him for 10 minutes while they do this check. They should they should be more fluid and uh, and rolling substitutes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So but anyway... The next, the next topic then is uh, a favourite of ours, if you've been following the podcast for... The whole year that we've been on, uh, last year we spoke, We I think we had a whole episode perhaps about sports personality. So the six, seven names, six names, six names uh, have been released. Uh, were there any surprises for you in there, Billy? Was there anybody you thought should have been in there that was not? Um, so I had a quick look because I've just seen today as well about Tyson Fury. He's obviously one of the names that's been nominated. Um, and he's said that he obviously wants to withdraw his name, if that if that's even mm. possible, but it's and it's awarded on 
your performance within sports um so you know yeah. it's your performance on the pitch or in the ring or in whatever event so it's it's that sort of um that's how you get nominated hence why rashford hasn't been nominated yeah. for it because it's his achievements if you want to call it off the mm. off the pitch um he's be, being awarded a separate role a separate award um so off the top of my head um I always think six, that some, you know, some years six is, there's, you know, they are clutching at straws for a couple mm. maybe, but I think <laughs> for the most part, it's good to see a variety. They've only got two footballers this year um, on the shortlist. What, with, one footballer, isn't it? Oh yeah, Henderson. Sorry, I've just I've got Rashford yeah. on the head. <laughs> with, Hen, with, with Henderson in there. Um, and, you know, unfortunately one female um, representative That's this year. Yeah. Whereas, um, but, you know, Hamilton's there again. Uh, O'Sullivan's there um, mm. he's never won it um, Fury as we've said who am I missing Tom Stuart Broad Stuart Broad and uh, Holly Doyle the uh, and Holly Doyle racing. yeah the horse yeah um, but I think on, I know you remember, remember the conversation that we had last year I remember yeah. saying oh it's always the odd numbered years are always really difficult to pick because there's not very many uh, sporting events that happen but next year in yeah. 2020 we'll have the Olympics we'll have the European Championships there'll be somebody yeah. who comes out Above all of that, and I think uh, what was the athlete's name? It was Katrina Johnson Thompson, perhaps was mentioned, and the other one, uh, I can't remember her Dean name. Smith, is it? Dean yeah, Smith? that's a Dina Asher Smith. And I said, next year will be their year. They'll they'll win gold or something, and it will be their year. But unfortunately, yeah. because of everything that's happened, I suppose we've got to be grateful, really, that there's been enough sport to have this award. Yeah, because well, of course, there's one point in May where we thought there's not going to be anything. Well, they have, um, the Ballon d'Or has been cancelled, hasn't it, uh, for this year, which, again, is another topic of conversation where you could say it's rightly or wrongly been cancelled. But, yeah, mm. it's. I think, uh, looking at it, it's probably, I think Hamilton, personally, is probably one of the favourites to win it, just because, obviously, him doing very well in terms of, you know, break it, or ma- is it matching Schumacher's record now? Uh, I the think championships. he's beaten now, hasn't he? I think it is beaten. Um, but um, so, yeah, that, you know, that's obviously a huge achievement. O'Sullivan, I'm a massive fan of. Um, again, whether if you're looking at just the year, in, you know, it's, that's the sort of thing. But in terms of his life, he's never won it. Um, so he's if, at some point. Fury, obviously, with, his bo- with the boxing and all, everything he's done. Um, and for, you know, the other three, uh, I don't obviously know, unfortunately, know much about... Um, Molly Heed was it? Do you say? <laughs> Holly I've, Doyle. I've, Holly Doyle. <laughs> I've already forgotten. Look, I'm already half asleep. So yeah, um, <laughs> that's it's and that's the, and that's the unfortunate thing. Again, we could go into a whole topic of conversation about women's sport and how mm. little there is of it. You know, in terms of well, and in particularly this year, that lots of the women's leagues were just cancelled yeah. outright as soon as the, as soon as things stopped in March. Wolves women's team were denied promotion from their, their division despite being miles ahead and Wolves had pumped a lot of money into it. I know, I know that side of it, but then yeah, there yeah. were some competitions that were completed, I think, afterwards or the women's Six Nations were completed afterwards. And But it did, it was really obvious that men's sport took prominence in, you know, we need to get all this finished. But, yeah, I don't, yeah. Really know, I don't really understand why it was deemed to be more important. I don't know. It was all played behind closed doors. There was no really real reason why the women's couldn't have been finished either. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, but Tom, you, um, what are your thoughts on the six names? Uh, so 
well, well so the, I, the seven names now that I've just made up another person who's been nominated. <laughs> yeah, Dolly Phipps or whatever you call her. Yeah, so, um, well, I've just watched the video of Joe Wicks announcing it. And the first one was a cricketer and he was sort of giving cryptic clues. Out. So it's, I straight away wrote Anderson because I thought, because he took the 700th, his, his 700th wicket. Yeah, I think it was, wasn't he? I'm going. Yeah, I'm just agreeing to whatever you say, Tom. You, whatever number you say, I'm going to say yeah. One million yeah. wicket. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's right, Tom. I can't remember, but either way, Anderson took a, you know a record breaking. He's now taken more wickets than any other fast bowler ever in the in the history of the game. He's England's England's best ever bowler. And then at the end he's, of this little clue that Joe Wicks was giving, he said he's from Burnley as well. He's from Burnley yeah, as well, course, so that's yeah. an automatic win because you know. Yeah. Stuart Broad also took uh, a record-taking wicket. He then became the second fast bowler to get 600 wickets, I think it was. Uh, but mm-hmm. he's still 100-odd wickets behind James Anderson. So I just I just thought it was weird that, that it was Broad over Anderson this year. That's a, I've got a bit of a problem with that. Tyson Fury, I remember back in March, because he just had his fight with uh, Wilder in yeah. the end of February. I remember watching that at 5 o'clock in the morning or whatever it was. Uh, and everyone was saying in like March and April, March. well, it'll be Tyson Fury for sports personality of the year because there's been no sport and there sport. will be no sport. So, but I, I'm quite glad that he's decided or wants to withdraw his name because he was banned from having his name in there a couple of years ago. So he yeah. sort of turned it around and said, well, I don't want to be part of it. And I think it's a shame that he hasn't been able to fight Anthony Joshua yet because I think that is in the diary, isn't it? I think it is happening soon. Yeah, I think it's next year. I, they, I they've it... been talking about it. I know his dad's been, you know, talking a lot about mm. them having this clash and stuff. But yeah, go on. But that would be a hell of a fight. Lewis Hamilton, I don't like at all. I was really glad that he didn't win it last year, but I do think that he's probably going to win it this year. I think he's probably yeah. the favourite to win it, although I can't stand him. Everyone goes on about him being nice. I can't stand him. He makes my skin crawl. Um, <laughs> uh, Ronnie also very, mod- mod- very modest there, Tom. Very modest. <laughs> <laughs> he's listen. He's very, very good at what he does, but I just don't yeah, like yeah. him as a person. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's. And again, Tom, this is an award for what they do on the pitch or on the in their sport. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. Which, I think, which well, that's, why, that's why. That's why I've said I think he probably will win, but I, yeah, I yeah. don't like him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ronnie O'Sullivan is uh, he's a he's a bit of a I, lo- I do like Ronnie O'Sullivan as well. He's a, a I, and again, I think character. this is the he's the again. This is some people obviously hate him and some people yeah. obviously love him as well. So I think but yeah, it's but the, I think this is on. if you if you if you get him because he's trying to make people laugh. He's an entertainer. Yeah, he's, yeah. When he's like when he remember that one when he asked the referee what's the prize for 147 and he told him yeah, to, yeah. that's not enough and then he purposely got a 146 that's yeah, yeah. hilarious that's funny that's not like buying a house in monaco so you don't have to pay tax in this country it's that level yeah. of banter off the field that's what <laughs> that's what i mean about lewis hamilton um jordan henderson was a strange one as well because of <laughs> because of all the of all the footballers for their their performance on the pitch, Jordan Henderson never leaps to my mind. Even the you know, I know Liverpool won the league, but why not? Why not one of the other Liverpool players? Is do they have to be British? Is that part of the the thing? I think it is, isn't it? They're probably. Uh, I think. I think, I think it is. I'm just looking at the list. I'm just looking at the list. They must have to be uh, English. Um, 
which is another reason why Lewis Hamilton shouldn't get it because he's forever off. He's always on video link whenever he's on one of these things. Last year he was off on uh, on his holidays somewhere because he didn't live in the country. <laughs> but anyway, I'm uh, I'm just looking now uh, at it, the 2012 Sports Personality of the Year and trying to see who won that. And uh, I think it would because Bradley Wiggins, wouldn't it? Yeah, because I think uh, yeah, it was Wiggins, but. Again, it's obviously because it's an Olympic year that, and it's going to be predominantly pulled in. I'm just trying to think of the last. I'm trying to think of Chelsea players and winning, you know, in a similar sort of thing, winning the league, mm. that sort of thing. Yeah, so, um, you know, similar. If you look, if you look at similar, you know, sort of things in in terms of teams, yeah. but obviously there's been less sport. So again, they are probably clutching at straws. Not saying that none of these players people are worth worthy of being nominated, but there's mm. been less sport to pick from. Um, yeah. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think Hamilton is the clear favourite. Yeah, um, there doesn't to seem to it. be any like token picks though this year. Remember, like last year, Alan Wynn Jones was in the list because yeah, yeah. he played a lot of rugby. That's not a reason to be sports personality of the year. So there doesn't seem to be anything like that, which is good. Holly Doyle as well. I've just watched uh, the little Joe Wicks thing. She seems like an up and coming person uh, similar person to the jockey. girl, similar to the similar to the two last year, where you're saying yeah. you know, that it's that She's sort a, of thing next. Yeah, she's only 24. She's won five races in a row or something this year, which is unprecedented for somebody of her age. She, um, so she's one to look out for in the future, but uh, at only 24, so maybe. But I think we're both saying Lewis Hamilton then for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, I had to put, if I had to put money on it, if I had to you know, put my hair on it or something stupid like that, <laughs> I would say Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. So uh, we've oh, we're going on for quite a long time already, Billy, and we haven't got to any of our amazing features yet. The sports chat has taken over. I was going to say, Tom, because normally we batter them through the whole, the whole, and the the rundown that you gave me before we started recording has completely <laughs> gone out the window. Because I was like, right, he's going to say now I need to start playing this audio clip. So I'm getting ready and go. Oh no, we're not doing that. We're doing something else. So yeah, if so you have in. made it this far, well done. Yeah. You can listen to all the sports chat, and we're now going to. Probably do the sports chat even more because we're going to do the commentary clip, I'm guessing, yeah. Tom. Well, yeah, we are. But I, <laughs> the reason I put <laughs> this first in the running order was so that we could get more people to get you know, answers from. But um, now we're about half an hour, 40 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter anyway. So yeah. let's hear... Can we hear last week's first, Billy? Is that possible? I think, yes, we, possible. I think we might be able to guess this one. Yeah, Nobody I don't know if you've had any though. answers. <laughs> uh, I, I've, I've had a couple of texts. So, uh, yeah, it's... I can say we've got at least a couple of answers. Oh, so hopefully you can hear this. Hopefully you can. I'm just going to turn the audio up. Hopefully, let me know if you give me the thumbs up, Tom, if you can hear this. Okay. We haven't been able to control the play in midfield the way that Maradona has been able to do. There we are. Uh, was that Gary Lineker against Cameroon in nineteen? You are right, Tom. Well done. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, it was Diego Maradona's second goal against England in 1986. And yes. An awful commentary. I cannot stand Martin Tyler. That's one <laughs> I, of the best was... goals ever scored. And he just sort yeah. of goes, Maradona only scored one of the great World Cup goals. It was only... Um, it was only after because obviously i'm watching the clip so mm. i can obviously see it and everything going on but it was only when i then went to clip the uh 
audio thing to put up on Twitter after that I realised how little information he gives you about this goal. Yeah. It's literally just him saying, oh, Maradona's got the ball, Maradona's scored. Um, and that's it. So, it, well, yeah, I, go on. Saying that, saying that, that is how television commentary should be. Yeah. That's not what he does now. Because if that goal had been scored now, he'd have been rambling on about, oh, well, something happened three years ago. And uh, do you remember, yeah. Gary? <laughs> and then the goal would have just happened and he wouldn't have been talking about the goal. Because that's what Martin yeah, Tyler yeah. does now. But he, yeah, you let the pictures speak for themselves. But that, to me, was just, you know, for such an iconic goal, it's such a disappointing and underwhelming piece of commentary. We'll have to, um, I'll have to have a look after at Owens. Because Owen, mm. Michael Owen famously then does a similar sort of goal, you know, where he does an amazing run sort of thing. Yeah. And have a look at the commentary for that and compare the two um, mm. just to see how much more adulation or something like that that they give Owen or if they're just silent the whole way through that one as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, I know Xander, my uh, sister's fiance, he managed to get it right. And so did my dad uh, <laughs> when I played it to him because uh, neither of them have Twitter. So I, I send it to them separately and they text me then their, yeah. their results I, and i do tell them you need to listen to, i told Xander. so if he hasn't listened to the podcast last week i am going to be very disappointed because obviously this is the second week now i'm giving him a shout out so he better now message me to say i'm not going to mention it to him now until he messages <laughs> me saying well, thanks for the shout out so yeah, if he gives so, me, sends me of course if he sends the address oh, you, the chocolate bar will be in the post i'm still waiting for harry's yeah. Uh, address to send him his, but yeah. um, you know, if he doesn't want it, that's fine. I'll have it myself. Well, anyway. roll it on, roll it on for next week, and it exactly. can be three chocolate bars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. So, Billy, your new clip. I'll set it all up for you, so you can clip this up in a minute and put it on Twitter. This yeah. week's commentary clip comes from an unknown location, an unknown competition, an unknown player. It's your job to guess who it is. Billy, hit hit the clip. Expecting Massa any time now. He comes through to claim his sixth victory of the season. He has done everything he needed to do. And we wait now to find out who will be the world champion of 2008. Can this man do anything? Can he run it up the inside of Vettel? Only a few corners to go now. And desperation starts to creep in. Right, get third. And uh, that's, is that clock? Is that clock going slowly? It is, that's clock. Oh my goodness me, Hampton is back in position again. A million, a hundred thousand local hearts sink in the grandstands. It's handed the place back to Hampton. He comes through and at five, absolutely right, I'm sure that he is going to claim fifth place, which is all he needs to do to become yes. the 2008 Formula One world champion. There you are. Quite a long one today, but I, I wanted to keep the whole clip intact so i'm not going to go through it again yeah. you're only going to have it once if you want to listen to it again you're going to have to rewind and go back to it because it is it's 49 seconds long but I, I i tried to cut it and, and it just didn't make any sense so i kept it all in uh because that's the original commentary tom obviously you might have a couple of guesses um uh, I, there's not... a bit there's big clues i've left massive yeah. huge clues in there but i it's the name of obviously who won try not yeah. to google it you know if you want to google it fine but we I think I think I might up. know, but uh, I don't know whether it's the right sort of time for him. I think it might be slightly before his time, although I've no idea how long this person has been driving for. Who knows? Okay, right. Who knows? But as we're in a rush now, Billy, we need to move on to the next one. So you need to stop yeah. sharing your sound now, so that I can share mine because this is everybody's. Uh, 
favourite part of the show. We've mixed yeah. up the order a little bit, and we're going to have. If you just bear with me one second, oh god. <laughs> <Someone>. <laughs> Um, you, should just, you should just sing it again, Tom. I know. Allowing sex with domestic animals during Malcolm Pike left a address at where he was the Brazilian where Chico Rodriguez has stuffed ten thousand government pounds down the government are banning babies to own businesses. A Dutch football team is not allowed to be sponsored by sex toys. A three year old blood is swept off by a kite bears. It's time for Billy Eve It or Not. You are fake news. Did you by any chance, Billy, see uh, Donald Trump's very urgent speech last night? Uh, no, but I did hear about it. Oh, my God. I managed to just, I stumbled across it, and it was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. 45 minutes of him just rambling on still. I don't think he's ever going to win this election. But anyway, no. I don't think this podcast is ever going to end either, so go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh, the first one is male stripper shot five times after showing up at gang hideout uh, by mistake being mistaken as a, in a cop costume. Sorry, I missed the end oh, of that. Okay, right. Okay. Uh, That's that a really weird story. Just a bloke turns up and gets shot. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, MP resigns after police arrest him at, at local sex party. And man marries, finally marries their sex doll after a year waiting. There's always, there's always a sex doll story. <laughs> well, I don't know if you remember this, Tom, uh, but we did say that we are going to have a fundraiser this month to obviously try and uh, subdue my loneliness. Uh, oh, yeah. After we've done obviously your fundraising, we decided that we're going to do another fundraiser. So I thought, I saw this and then one of the other stories and thought, sorted that's the theme for this week so uh so yeah which one do you want to know about first tom uh so i want to know the name of the mp please and his uh constituent c uh okay so the name of the mp is joseph sazar uh and he's uh a hungarian mp right okay not a hungary hungarian i know so i've got a a friend who is hungarian she tells me quite often about the kind of goings on in uh, Hungary and Hungarian politics. This sounds totally plausible. So I'm not even asking questions. That is true. <laughs> okay. Which right. one's your next? Uh, so the man who married is sexto. Why did he have to wait for a year? Uh, well, they've been in, they've been engaged for a year, and obviously it's been postponed due to the coronavirus. Uh, did she have uh, any guests? Uh. Not that I can see. It doesn't tell me anything about the guests. Okay. Uh, what's, his, what's his name then, please? His name is... Yuri. Was that it? Uh, it's Yuri. I'm trying to pronounce it. Yuri Toloshko, I'm going to say. It's Yuri Toloshko. Oh, Toloshko. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what country is that in as well? Please? Kazakhstan. Okay. The greatest exporters of potassium. Uh, right, yes. then. Okay. Uh, obviously, we're trying do you to... Know, do, obviously, do you want to know the name of, of, of his of the doll? bride? Yeah. yeah no, his bride, Margot. Margot. Tolos- Margot Tolosko, obviously now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it doesn't give her maiden what? name. No. <laughs> Hasbro. 
Or love honey. Uh, Can I, I just, I just want to point out, Tom, that this is a legal marriage because both parties are considered over the age of 18. Uh, Was she consenting? Yeah, that's, uh, that's what it is. And uh, yeah, it says, that's what it all says, that it was a consenting relationship. um, Mm -hmm. And it was originally supposed to take place in March. But due to COVID, they couldn't have it. How long did the relationship go on for? When did it begin? Yeah. When did it begin? Uh, there must I have been a bit of a courting, it's... you know, that it took it took it out for a couple of meals to the garage to pump. Well, it. I know that I know that he had proposed last year in 2019, uh, in December 2019 is when he proposed. Uh, wow. But I can't... he was struggling struggling to find something for Christmas, was he? So just a... <laughs> yeah, uh, I uh, I can't find any information of how long they've been together, unfortunately. Okay, but uh, that's fine. Uh, okay, so the male stripper that was shot five times because he was wearing a, a police outfit. Outfit. Yeah. Where did this take place? Uh, Belgrade in Serbia. Oh man, you've gone very eastern with your uh, eastern yes. Europe. Yes. How many with your answers here? So, yeah. what was his? What was the male stripper's name, please? Uh, it's it's looks like David, but I'm presuming it's David Petrovic. <laughs> D- uh, David Petrovic. Okay, yeah. okay, that sounds sounds like a Serbian name. Uh, yeah. Okay, so so this party that was going on, were they expecting the, the police to arrive? Then were they, you know, why was there, you know, why was there uh, alarm caused? Um, from what I can see, let me just have a look. Uh, he sh- showed up at a bachelorette party to entertain a group of women. Obviously, that's uh, you know the common cause. But um, he wrote down the street name wrong and showed up. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> at a similar naming street and knocked on the door in his usual pol- police act when this woman answered the door and called the police uh, but, and shots were fired from a neighbour who was part of this drug cartel in Serbia, in Belgrade. Wow, okay. <laughs> uh, so it's quite a difficult one this week because I'm, I'm fairly sure, I mean, I haven't asked a lot about the Hungarian MP, but... I genuinely don't feel like I need to because it does sound like something that yeah. my friend Viv has told me various times. So I'm gonna, I am believing of that one. I've bought it, so yeah. that's why I'm gonna say that that one is fake. Yeah, I know how my brain works. So, gonna, <laughs> so the one that I haven't asked any questions about, that's the fake one. That's my thinking. Well, the MP one. The MP one is fake. Okay. Uh, so the bodybuilder. I don't know if I told you he was a bodybuilder. No, the, man who, the, man, the man who married the sex doll is true. Uh, He's a bodybuilder. <laughs> a bodybuilder. If you want, Tom, I can show you a picture of the married married couple. Uh, I don't know if you're able to because I've got my sound on. Hang on. There you are. Yeah, I can do it now. There you are. For those of you looking on YouTube. Oh, my watching gosh. <laughs> yeah, there might be an... I think there's... Here we are. Uh, oh wow, she's very realistic, though, isn't she? There you are. Wow. Yep. Uh, she's God, obviously had takes... some, sur- some surgery yeah. done. <laughs> it takes um, all sorts, doesn't it, Billy? I, I would just like to point out. I know I'm on the Daily Mirror, but uh, it was on various other news sources. It was just the top mm. link that I clicked no, on. It does, it does look real. Um, the next one. Doesn't. Yeah. It, the 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 story's real. Unfortunately, she isn't. Uh, unfortunately, Tom, you should have gone with your gut instinct. Oh, no. <laughs> he, uh, the uh, Hungarian MP 
has had to, is has resigned as a result of being caught in a well from fleeing a sex party in a bar. He's he's shimmied down. I I was really looking forward to you asking me these questions because they sound so fake. He shimmied down a drain pipe and was yeah. stopped by the police at the bottom. So he's landed on the police <laughs> and they've arrested him for the possession of drugs. Wow. Rather than him being at the sex party. <laughs> I was Can so I was that? like, yeah, this is gonna be great because he's gonna make it I'm gonna make it sound so um, so far fetched. And you were like, Yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> ignore that one. I was like, Oh what? Yeah. Um so the Sorry. so the male the male stripper uh, was made up. Um again, I've it was because the other two places again were East European. I right. chose chose a, a similar area to try and keep them all together. Um, mm. So I've consumed you, Tom. I'm back on form. Exactly. And the, tr- the truth is, Billy, I couldn't work out which of the other two were fake. So I thought I'd look at <laughs> one that I knew was true uh, <laughs> and hope that that was right. There we are. So it's time for our next topic, which is a very short one, although it's going to be quite long this week because it's two minutes long, but I think it's quite good anyway. And it's this one. Now, football. Everton. <laughs> Manchester United, Leeds United, the reason from United, West Bromwich, which Trotter Trotter and Hot for Space, Leeds United City, we did it. West Bromwich reporting. That makes me laugh every single time. It's. it's I just like to point out that it's now trending on YouTube as well because mm. various. YouTube personalities like KSI and things like that, um, PewDiePie, all watching this clip yeah. and reacting to it. So we've started a trend, Tom. Exactly. He also, um, so he knows as well what he's doing now because I've watched some of his more recent videos because it's uh, from a Ghanaian uh, TV yeah. station and they've got lots and lots of videos and each video probably averages about a thousand views each video, all these you know, yeah. uh, stories about the goings on in Ghana. But then the sport videos get about a million views each time. And he grins now and laughs down the camera. So this, the one that we've managed to get is the uh, Sting. Original. I'm really pleased with. But anyway, this is the, I doesn't need any introduction because he does explain it himself. But this is okay. the meme, the Sky Sports meme of the week. When it loads. Any? Hello, everybody. Um... 2020 been a terrible year for everybody, obviously, and uh, it got me thinking about what this year would look like if we could summarise it into a single horse race, the Coronavirus Grand National, and I think it would go something like this. Well, hello there, and welcome to entry for the Coronavirus Grand National, the last few just going in now, one of those, Barnard Castle, uh, ridden by Dominic Cummings, uh, just checking his eyesight as he goes in there, and next to him, liar, liar, pants on fire. So they're all in, they're on the starter's orders. And they're away, and first to show is Donald Trump on hydrochloroquine, followed by public inquiry and Boris Johnson on borrowed time. This group now coming to the first now, and it's the faller there. There's a faller, it's the statue. The statue's gone down, brought down by Black Lives Matter. So the favourites out of the race, and the R number went down there as well. But only momentarily, the R number straight back up again now and going along nicely. So they come around the back straight now and it's locked down by two metres from social distance. My wife's lost it, the pubs are closed and I want a divorce. It's this group who take it up now, a second wave starts to come, but Boris Johnson's following the science and the science looks like it's floundering. So it could be let's make it up as we go along. 
They come around the bend for the final time, and it's winter now. Winter's coming, and it's getting closer. Winter's coming, but look at this on the outside. It's Spanish flu. Where's that come from? Spanish flu followed by the plague. It's these two now, and vaccine as well starting to come, but it could all be too late. It's going to be a close one as they come to the line, and on the line, Amazon can't deliver. So first across is wash your hands. Second is wear a mask and stay at home. In the distance, Brexit, and who knows when that's going to finish. And finally, my wife's left me. I've got no job, and it's all China's fault. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. I don't know who uh, actually did that, but it got sent via WhatsApp to on uh, yeah, I saw. Stuff. I saw it as well, and uh, I did think of messaging you, but I did think, oh, it's probably a bit too long. But hey ho, it's on there. Yeah. And this is in the long pod. <laughs> Yeah, it's the longest one we've probably done, Tom. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's good. Good. I enjoyed that. I, I yeah. did enjoy it. Um, good. But, yeah, go. good, 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 good. Let's, I've dropped a feature from this week. Uh, we're not going to have, sadly, uh, the podcast recommendation for next week. Well, you, so. In fairness, Tom, they did have a few last week. And, you, you know, I pitched one as well. So, they had double the amount last week, didn't they? Cause yeah, obviously that's I, true. I pitched mine. That's why. That's why. You're, that's you true. obviously want to keep, keep, him, keep him wanting more, Tom. Keep him wanting more. Exactly. Speaking of wanting... So, Hang Speaking on, of hang wanting on. more. <laughs> and it's time for Billy Roach's poll. There we go. Time for your poll, Billy. Yeah. Speaking of wanting more, if you don't follow us on Twitter, Tom is going to share the Twitter handle once I finish this sentence because I can't remember it. Um, but you need to start voting on the Twitter poll because so far uh, I did one poll on Tuesday. I only put it up <laughs> for a day. Uh, and was a certain amount of votes i'm not going to announce how many um but then i did a second vote yesterday and it had four times the amount okay it had four times the amount of votes so we've done we went wow. up but you, we've obviously and it, i thought it was quite an interesting question but obviously a few people didn't think um but go on tom have you got something i've got to, to say billy you've got to start putting the poll out on the actual podcasts thing that might help yeah that well now that we've got a hundred uh yeah, followers on one the, yeah, 101 followers. Whereas before, previously, when we I've had success with the poll, I've had more followers that and obviously thought, oh, they'll just keep doing that. Whereas mm -hmm. now, I probably will next week release, put it on, and then retweet it from my account. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, if you do want to follow us, it's at Scenes Podcast. So Tom, at Scenes Podcast. So um, I'm hope I'm right in saying this, but I think it was the anniversary of uh, the Return of the Jedi being released. Uh, hence why I put this as the poll. I'm only going to read out the new poll rather than the old poll. But uh, the uh, the question I asked this week was basically Star Wars versus Lord of the Rings because there is Return of the Jedi and Return of the King. Uh, I personally uh, enjoy the Lord of the Rings maybe a bit more than Star Wars, which is hence why I've put the poll up. But um, we had quite a few people vote. Tom, did you vote? I'm hoping I did you did. Vote, yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah. Who did you vote for? I went uh, for Star Wars because I'm First. not a fan of Lord of the Rings at all. I've seen uh, all the films once yeah, uh, and that was once more than I would like to. <laughs> Whereas I, I think, again, this is me. I've read the books as well. So I yeah. think it was one of those one of those things where you've read, the, you know, similar to Harry Potter, that sort of thing. But um, yeah. I, the, the, the nation... Agrees with you, Tom. With seventy-five percent of people voting, oh, um, for the Return of the Jedi over 
uh, Return of the King. And I, like I said, we had four times the amount of people vote on the second poll, which is astronomical. Um, I'm not going to tell you how many voted, but if you want to obviously get involved, <laughs> you need to f- go and follow us on Twitter. Yeah. So, yeah. Brilliant. Well, great. Thank you for sharing your findings there, Billy. And to finally finish this marathon of a podcast, it's my turn to recommend something. And it is a song, a new song by the artist Liam Gallagher, who has released what I think is probably, I think he's probably trying to sell it as a Christmas single. And it's called something like All You're Dreaming Of. Let me just find out what it's definitely actually called. All You're Dreaming Of. and it's it is re- quite a really good song. He's okay. I don't know who writes his songs at the minute because it's not him. He's got a team of songwriters, but this is one it, is. Uh, do you think it's his? Do you think it's his brother? No, it's not his brother. Okay. No. <laughs> but this is why as well because I was thinking now when they when they inevitably get back together because Oasis will get back together at some point. They'll both be short on money at some point. Yeah. They've both got now quite a back catalogue of their own songs, and. The, and they, they are, they do both have some quite good songs of their own that they will just have to leave because they won't be able to come to a compromise and play yeah. their solo work. So go and check out that song. I very much like it. It's been in my head this week. Uh, so yeah, that's that's that. So uh, I think we've finally come to the end, haven't we, Billy? Yes, finally. Congratulations <laughs> we made it. To, but, to everybody who's listened. <laughs> yeah, this is your award for obviously listening all about last month and helping Tom raise money. So we've given you an extra long podcast and it's the mm-hmm. countdown to Christmas. So it's an early Christmas present. Yeah. yeah. We'll obviously notice how many people don't make it this far and then cut it short next week. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but, uh, thank you very much if you have managed to listen all the way to the end. Uh, if you do, if I know that uh, everybody has been sharing their Spotify wrapped over the last couple of uh, days, um, your podcast, Billy, was my top listened to podcast on my Spotify wrapped because for some reason I only listen to yours on Spotify. Um, yeah. But I, the other ones were, uh, this, what, what was it? 77 Club, my own podcast, Show Us Your Kid, <laughs> and... Uh, I think it was probably this one, Absolute Scene. So if if for some reason, my sister sent it to me as well, that this podcast was her fifth highest uh, podcast that she'd listened to. So if you do your Spotify raps and we appear on it, then please let us know somehow. Tweeters, uh, tweeters, tweeters. Tweeters at Scenes Podcast and uh, and let us know if we are one of your top podcasts. We'd very much appreciate it. Um, but yeah, tell somebody as well about it. Give it to somebody as a Christmas present, this podcast. Or if you watch on YouTube, someone, then... Some, someone you love, someone you hate. We don't mind who, just one, yeah, exactly. one, one or the other. We're easy. Uh, <laughs> if you're on YouTube as well and you've watched all to the very end then drop a little comment or ask a question that we can answer in the next uh, the next podcast and we've got a special bonus episode hopefully planned for some point over the Christmas week uh, for you to enjoy with a special guest uh, and yes and it, hopefully it'll be a bit of a competition as well so we're looking forward to that we're looking forward to next Thursday as well only a couple of weeks to Christmas Billy you getting all your all your stuff done are you shopping nope. now no, nope. oh, good. That's the nope. spirit. <laughs> right. We'll see you all next week. Uh, all the best. Go well. Godspeed. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.